Welcome to You Don't Have to Be a Millionaire. My name is Happiness. This podcast is for millennials and above. We are increasing financial literacy. We are learning about investing, saving, and money overall. No topic is off limits and there are unlimited topics. All right. Hello, guys, and welcome back to You Don't Have to Be a Millionaire. And in today's episode, I'm going to be giving five things you should know on basically what it takes to buy a house financially. And I'm doing this um, episode because I've been getting a lot of questions and even some opinions about people are like, oh, how are you able to buy a house? And um, I guess kind of the stereotype or the thing people think that you have to be super rich to buy a house or older. Um, but if you go on social media, if you see what the market is looking like, there's a lot of young people buying houses. Um, even in this housing journey that I am on, um, I'm seeing a lot of people in their twenties their thirties, and this is their first home they're buying. Some people even their second home. So I kind of want to go over what it takes financially to even get to a place where you can buy a house and how possible it is for, you know, younger millennial generation to start, you know, investing to properties ourselves. So I'm just going to go over um, five main ones. I kind of learned over the process um, that kind of made um, things easier, especially getting approved. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So the first thing it takes to financially be ready to buy a house is good credit and good credit will take you a long way. Um, and I say this because I believe good credit was how I got approved to buy a home fast. And obviously good credit determines the loan you get. So do you qualify for a FHA loan or a conventional loan? If you don't know what that is, I do have an episode about that or a VA loan. If you're, um, you know, if you qualify for that, um, and it makes the appro- approval process faster because we have good credit um, if you're asking for a certain amount of how this, your budget of the house, they just give it to you. Um, so if you ask me like, what's a good credit score? I mean, it, it, it varies. I mean, I can't even sit here and give a number. I will, you know, be honest and give mine. Mine was 770. And, um, that is about one year and a couple months of credit history that I had. And that's just, you know, steadily paying things off, making sure that, you know, my credit card debt is decreasing and everything like that. Like just, just, you know, doing things to make sure that, you know, I'm not, um, don't, I'm not carrying more credit card that, that I can pay for. Um, so I believe that number just made things a lot easier. So good credit is definitely what it takes um, financially to buy a house as a millennial. Um, number two, we're going on to savings and savings. I'm going to break into like an A and a B. So A is a good savings for your down payment. So obviously when you're buying a house, especially if you really want the house and you're bidding for it, sometimes you may have to give a down payment in cash. So you want to make sure even before you think about buying a house, you kind of want to look at how much can I even put in on a house right now? And if you ask me a good amount, it varies on the pricing. It varies on your budget, varies on even what house you're buying. Um, numbers I kind of hear in between is like seven to 10,000 cash down payments. Some people may put down, um, just to go over or just to give if they really want a house. Um, but you want to make sure you have money to put that much thousands down because you may have to do that. So that's something you want to look at. And, um, the second, the B part about savings is just making sure you just have a good savings overall, because it goes back to when you're applying for a loan 
And when they're approving you, they do look at your bank account. They want to see how much you have in there because it, you don't want to have um, a savings that's not supplemental to the budget of the house you're buying. And even after closing costs and, um, you know, paying for the things you need to pay for, your savings is wiped out. So you want to make sure you have a good savings and with some fluff on top of that savings for you to spend. So even after you do your closing costs, you close on a house, you still have money to go ahead and start paying a mortgage and bills and everything. The third thing it takes to financially secure a home is a stable income and stable income. I'm going to add this because now we're in this new day and age of entrepreneurship and people owning your business. When I say stable income, this could be a W-2 or it could be a 1099. I know for a 1099, the process is a little bit different because they want to see more records of your business doing well. They want to see more things or constantly asking you for, um, for your income every month to make sure your business is still bringing in supplemental income. Um, but with that is to say, if you are have a stable income with your 1099 job or you're doing 1099 work, um, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely possible. They want to make sure you have a stable income. And obviously if you're a W-2 employee, um, it may be a little bit more simpler because, you know, you're either sal salary or hourly. Um, so having a stable income just in general um, is very uh, important uh, to be financially ready to purchase your home. The fourth um, thing I'm going to talk about is little to controlled debt. At first, I was going to say little to no debt, but you know, just to be honest, debt is like something you know we all have. And I say little to controlled. Um, obviously, if you have little to no debt, that's perfect. I mean, they definitely will prove you faster because you're not owing anyone else back, whether that's student loans, credit card, car loan, uh, whatever loan you have for. Um, but saying controlled is basically saying that you're consistently paying off your debt. It's decreasing. They see like a record like, okay, this person's paying it off. It's decreasing. Their interest rate is not catching up to them. And controlled so i do i am paying my student loan however since i've been paying consistently for a year um even though they say like oh we see you have a student loan uh when they look at the records it's, it's steadily going down because i'm paying it consistently and you know making sure i'm on top of those payments and paying it on time so you want to kind of assess what your uh what your owing is looking like are you consistently paying everything off are your numbers decreasing or do you have interest rate ca catching up to you and you want to look at that before you consider buying a house um, especially applying for a loan to get approved and the fifth and final thing I'm going to talk about um, is basically getting pre-approved before looking for houses um, so basically applying of course like so, this is opinionated this is just what I suggest I think it's just more better to go ahead and get pre-approved because if you were to find a house that you really really want um you already have that out the way you don't have to wait to fill out the application um though it took a week for me i mean in this market right now a week is not even that's too long of a time before a house is off the market so it's just better just for you to go ahead and um, apply and um, get your pre-approval you know using the other four tips um and then you get a real estate agent and you start looking for houses. But those are basically the five things it takes to financially be ready to buy a house. And um, as you can see, um, those things aren't, there are things you can work on. I would say each of these things are things I worked on over a year. Um, I was thinking about buying a house a year ago. And these were basically the five things that 
I want to improve on. I want to improve my credit. I want to have more of my savings. Um, I want to start having a stable income, especially since I just graduated school and started working. And I definitely wanted um, control, little to control debt. Like definitely things like if you give yourself a year dedicated to those things, um, you can make a big difference in your financial situation and you can definitely, you know, go on and take on um, getting approved for a house and looking for one. So thank you for listening and stay tuned for other episodes to come about this um, home buying process. As always, thank you for listening to You Don't Have to Be a Millionaire. If you want to continue this conversation or see even more financial content, please follow us on our financial page on Instagram at Young Millennial Money for more financial tips and help millennials just like you save, invest, and build wealth.